Hello. Ahoy. Welcome to season three, episode four. Yes, indeed. I'm losing track of time. Episode four of Bottom of the Stream. I'm Adam. I'm Nick. How are you today, Nick? Excellent. Yeah? Still living in lockdown? Yeah, sun-kissed. It's beautiful, isn't it? This weather's beautiful. Loving life. As always. You always love life. I know. Try my my best. Any gossip? Any news? What's been going on in your life this week? Uh, My hammock turned up. Oh, did it? How was it? Uh, Brilliant. Have you fallen asleep in it yet? Uh, No, not yet, uh, (laughs) because I usually get jumped on by people. (laughs) The missus. It is. (laughs) Chance would be a fine thing. (laughs) But it's it's very comfortable. Um, But I have not yet drunk a coffee in the hammock. Or out of the hammock. No, no, (laughs) no. Cool, well, keep us informed. I'd like to know when that happens. Will do. How about you? How's your week been? Yeah, not too bad. I, uh, I've been out in the garden, sorting the garden out. I fixed my decking lights that haven't worked for about three years. Lovely. So I've got that sort of... There's still two that don't work, but they've been bitten through by some sort of rodent, I think. Um, I also washed it down, ready to paint it, but I've not got to the painting stage yet. Okay. Mainly because I haven't got any paint. <laughs> yeah. It's an easy thing to get hold of at the it's minute. Pr- probably not an essential item. No, not really. Shall we jump straight into Netflix news? Let's get right in there. Oh, no, let me do the socials first. Oh, yeah. I don't want to forget them again. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> They're the important bits. Um, follow us on Twitter at BOTS underscore podcast is our Twitter name. Um, it's also our Instagram name at BOTS underscore podcast. And the website is www.bottomofthestream.com. Keep your eye on that because there may be some news coming to the website pretty soon. And Patreon. Follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bottomofthestream. Where if you give us a little bit of money every month, we'll give you some free shit. Well, it's not free because you have to give us money. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we will give you content. Content. And goodies. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, if you can't do that, then leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. Definitely. Especially Podchaser at the minute because they're still giving away their 25 cents to Meals on Wheels for every review that they receive on the site. So Great cause. Go out there and do that. It's a great cause and it doesn't cost you a penny and it helps everybody out. There's no downside to that. No. So it's all good. So go and do that. Most people have got plenty of time on their hands. So uh, yeah. Absolutely. Go help out. I, I keep meaning to sit down and just review a load of podcasts, but I've not got around to it yet. But do it. I will get to it soon. Um, I've got a bit of Netflix news. Let's go. Uh, do you remember Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? I do. Do you remember that it finished last year? Yeah, I, I only actually finished it um, probably about six. <laughs> a month to six weeks ago. So it's a long time because we were like going back and uh, in and out of it. But I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Great, did you great show. Enjoy it enough to want more? Uh, I'm not sure about that because I thought the last series was a quite a lot of a downward <laughs> trend from the first three. What if I told you that there was an interactive film coming? Uh, I might check that out out of pure curiosity. <laughs> Well, it is coming. It's an interactive, choose-your-own-adventure-style story called Kimmy versus the Reverend. Right. And that is hitting Netflix on May the 12th, so oh, really soon. That is soon. It's a feature-length, choose-your-own-adventure type thing, so you basically get to make all the decisions for the characters. All your old friends are there. It's really exciting news. I think it's going to be really good fun, I think. So like Bandersnatch, but with more glitter. Yeah. Bandersmit. <laughs> Bandersmit. Very good. <laughs> That joke's got to be in there somewhere, or I'll be disappointed. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. So yeah, that's got. I've, they've just released a small te- teaser trailer earlier today. So check that out. Doesn't really say a lot, but it's quite quite interesting. It's quite. I'm quite looking forward to that. I like these interactive film ideas. I think it's a good idea. 
You've piqued my interest. I think Netflix have got, they're, they're onto something a little bit because they, they haven't really got any competition in that. Nobody can really compete with them in it, I mean. No, there's certainly, it's not something anyone else has tried really to date. No, it's a, it's a bit of a niche market. So hopefully they'll uh, find some success with it. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I'm going to quickly run through the top 10 on Netflix UK. Yeah, it'd be good to do that. This is a, still quite a recent thing, isn't it? That they've, Netflix, Netflix have started to quite obviously mark what is in the top 10 yeah they never they used to be really secretive about ratings they did what we what people were watching but they've they've changed their tune a little bit so i thought it'd be quite good fun to just go through the top 10 talk sure. about what's at the, basically this is the top of the stream isn't it, it yeah doesn't get any more top than this let's uh go up for air for a little bit so number 10 is the main event okay so i've seen <laughs> the trailer for that and it looks awful it does look awful it is a wrestling movie it's like a Nickelodeon type wrestling thing, isn't it? Yeah, a kid finds a magical wrestling mask and puts it on and becomes a competitive wrestler and fights in an international tournament. Uh, it's full of wrestlers. There's loads of wrestlers in it. I think The Miz is the main one that they uh, they advertise. But yeah, that's currently ranked at number 10. So one of us is going to have to check that out at some point. <sighs> There's lots of kids at home, I suppose that explains. <laughs> yeah, true. Why that might have been uh, rushed out and be, be doing okay. <laughs> Very true. Um, talking of being at home, number nine on the list at the minute is Contagion. Have yep. you heard of this? Uh, yeah, I have. So um, it's quite interestingly that Netflix sort of snaffled this up and put it on, because it's, it's only come to Netflix in the last three weeks or so. So yeah. it's some very clever or brave marketing, I'm not sure. <laughs> Definitely. It's uh, Matt Damon and Lawrence Fishburne. I think I saw it once quite a few years ago. Really? Yeah. It's about yeah. a global pandemic, isn't it? It is, yeah. Caused by a virus. Yeah. yeah. Quite apt at the minute. Yeah, so that's currently ranked at number nine on the uh, Netflix top ten. Number eight, also wrestling related, is The Big Show Show. Oh, you touched on this last week. I hated it so much. I've not gone back to it and I don't intend to. I have no desire. No. Whatsoever <laughs> to go and watch this. Number seven is Love Wedding Repeat. Okay. Any ideas? None whatsoever. I've never heard of it either. It says, different versions of the same day unfold as Jack juggles difficult guests, unbridled chaos, and potential romance at his sister's wedding. Is it a sequel to that Tom Cruise movie? <laughs> Possibly. It sounds a bit like, um, what was that time travelly one that we watched in the first season, when we first met? It sounds a little well, bit like that. Yeah. It literally sounds like the plot to that, um, uh, is it Day of Tomorrow it was called over here? Yeah. But it was called, I think it was called Live, Die, Repeat in America. The Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt one, yeah. Well, maybe it is a parody then because it's called Love Wedding Repeat, so possibly. Yeah. Uh, number six is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Excellent. We've 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 talked about our love for this show Yeah, we don't need times. to talk much about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's obviously in at number six because of this new season that's just come out. Um, same goes for number five is Ozark. Do you know what? I've never seen it. I watched the first season but never went back to it and I don't really know why because I remember quite enjoying it. So I probably will go back to that one day. I'm really surprised I've never watched it either. Uh, or more specifically, my wife hasn't wanted to watch it because she's got quite a thing for... Um, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman, yeah. Yeah, that is surprising. She does love him. That is surprising. Get on it. You've got three seasons to watch now. Yeah, exactly. Stack it up. <laughs> Stack it all up. Uh, number four is a, something that's taken the world a bit by storm is Money Heist. Yeah. I've, I've never watched it. It's a Spanish programme, I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's season four that's just come on. Again, it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. I keep meaning to uh, check it out, but I haven't got there yet. We, what this is proving is that we don't really venture to the top of the stream very much between no, the not, two of us. Not really. Um, number three is a film, the highest film on the list. 
It's called Code 8. Not familiar with that. What's that? In a city where superpowered people are ostracised, an earnest day labourer considers using his outlawed abilities for money to save his sick mother. Okay. Do you want to know who's in it? Uh, yeah, go for it. Robbie Amell. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's in everything. Also, Stephen Amell. Oh, wow. Double They're trouble. both in it. So, is is this an example of um, something just that you wouldn't necessarily expect to stick around? So, you talked a few weeks <laughs> ago about, uh, girl, was it Girl on the Third Floor? Yeah. Which also was quite near the top of Netflix's uh list for a for a couple of weeks wasn't it and then yeah sort of sank without trace plummeted yeah so maybe um, this will end up on our list at some point i mean it's not out of the question definitely but it's currently number three in the uk so obviously these are all as of recording day which is sure today number two do you want to have a guess number two um it's a tv show is it rupaul's drag race no oh. not sure then better call saul oh okay um I'm up to date with Better Call Saul, and I'll tell you what, this season has been magnificent. Awesome. It's almost at Breaking Bad levels now. Great. And that's that's huge for me to say that. That is huge. Because we've said it before, haven't we? Better Call Saul was always a show that we enjoyed, but didn't really look forward to. I This, this week, literally got out of bed on Tuesday morning and watched it straight away. I'm, I was that ready for it, and it's brilliant. So here's a question for you. Go by, by the end of Better Call Saul... Is Bob Odenkirk going to be as synonymous with Saul as Brian Cranston is with Walter White? Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. If it keeps going, there's another this finale of Better Call Saul is next Tuesday or tomorrow as the day the podcast comes out. Sure. And then there's another season. And if it keeps going as good as as much as it is doing from this season, then yeah, I can't see why not. I don't think he'll ever break that character now. He'll always be Saul Goodman. Why? This is a really hard one to answer. Why do you think this hasn't got the same buzz that breaking bad did have um that's a tough Uh, question because sure at at least in the last couple of seasons of breaking bad because it was breaking bad was sort of three to four seasons in by the time it exploded wasn't it yeah definitely but it was consistently brilliant all the way through oh yeah yeah. whereas i think better course was more of a slow burn literally for the first four seasons nothing happened it was brilliant but it's more of a slow burning show than breaking bad i think yeah. And maybe that's why it doesn't quite get the cult following. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Plus, you probably, it probably only appeals to people who have watched Breaking Bad. Do you think people who haven't watched Breaking Bad are watching Better Call Saul? Probably not. I think in a lot of cases, the word prequel puts people off as well. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, I think that's probably Star Wars' fault. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think just I, reason. I think people do tread quite carefully around prequels because yeah. there's not that many good ones. No, that's a good point. So maybe that's part of it as well. But I can't recommend this season highly enough. It is brilliant. The last two episodes have been amazing. Excellent. I've not got to it yet, but I can't wait. I think you're going to know what number one is. I I, I think I do, because I think it's probably what I've watched this week, and that is uh, <laughs> Tiger King. Tiger King is still in at number one. Now, we said last week that it was it had been number one on Netflix longer than anything had ever been at number one, and it's still there a week later. So, And it doesn't appear to be going anywhere. There was a new episode this week. There was, yeah. With It was more of a couple of Skype calls mixed together. Yeah. It was an isolation episode slash what they did next. Yeah, it wasn't. It was all right. It wasn't brilliant. But did you say you watched it now? Yeah, so yeah, watched it in the last week since we've uh, last recorded. Thoughts? Uh, absolutely insane. <laughs> um, and I really want to talk about it in more detail. Um, so let's do that. 
Let's do that. Let's not, not do it here, though. No, let's not do it here. Let's do our very first top of the stream bonus yeah. episode. Let's do it. We're going to do a top of the stream special because we're going to get on this. We're going to get on this Tiger King bandwagon and talk about it. And we've got a lot of time on our hands, so yep. we'll make. Should we make it free to everyone? Yeah, definitely. We'll put it up on the main page. Yeah, we can give the Patreon something else, but yeah, we'll do we'll do some other stuff for the Patreon, but we'll we'll do a Tiger King bonus and we'll put it on the main uh, feed. Yeah. So yeah, look out for that in the next week or so. Yeah, a couple of days. I'm trying going to try and get it up midweek. We've not recorded it yet, so it depends how long it goes on for because they're a bitch to edit at the minute. But yeah, I think it's time that we venture to the top of the stream. So are we going to call it a bottom of the stream, top of the stream special? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I yeah, everyone, everyone else has had a go at talking about Tiger King, so we'll do that. Literally, every people who are, whose podcasts are not even about TV or films are doing podcasts about Tiger King. I know. I've got, <laughs> I've got questions. I've, I haven't got any answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, keep your eyes open for that. That's one of our. It'll be a first bonus episode we've done in a while. So uh, it may become a new little series, top of the stream things that we do. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. If anything takes the world by storm, we'll be on it. It's out of our wheelhouse, but let's give it a go. <laughs> Excellent. I don't think I've watched anything this week. I'm still watching Lost. I just can't stop. Every spare 40 minutes I get, I'm watching it. Oh, I have started re-watching Red Dwarf from the beginning. I noticed that was on uh, Netflix. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't mind doing that. The first six seasons are on there. So I, uh, Dave did a film a few weeks ago, like a feature film. Right. Which was really good, actually. And uh, it just got me back into it a little bit so i thought i'm going to start it it's good to have a little half an hour show every so often isn't it do they all like follow on because i just got lost track of yeah it moved between channels and i, I wouldn't know where to start obviously <laughs> the like you say the first six being on netflix but then after that it just goes all over the it's, place yeah so. it'll be all over the place it's, i think the rest of it after season six will be on dave's um streaming service right okay uh, is it uk tv play yeah yeah because Dave brought it, didn't they, off the BBC after a certain time. And I think the rest of it will be on there. Okay. But it's consistently good. It's always been good, Red Dwarf. It's one of the best British sitcoms of all time. Awesome. Cool. Um, right, we probably should start talking about this film. We're like nearly 20 minutes into the show. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, this week we watched a film called First Match which is a film from 2018. It is a 15, runs for 1 hour and 42 minutes, and is currently rated at 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Another sixer. We need to go down, we need to dive down a bit deeper down the stream, I think. We've done a lot of sixes lately. Yeah, the, uh, well, we'll see what we think of it, but um, certainly the randomizer going by those ratings has been quite kind to us so far this season. It has, just, just lately, yeah. Stars a young lady called El... El I'm going to mess this right up. Alvia Emmanuel. I okay. think that's how you pronounce her name. Uh, she plays a character called Mo. She's pretty much a newcomer. You won't have seen her in anything else, I don't think. Uh, also stars a guy whose name I'm also going to mess up. I think it's pronounced Yahya Abdul Makan II. Uh, he plays a character called Daryl. He's got one of those faces that you will recognise. I did. Where do I know him from? <laughs> He's not been in a lot of stuff, but the stuff that he has been has been quite successful. Okay. Does that make sense? So he was in Aquaman. I've not seen that, so it's, that's, it's not that. He was in Us. I've not seen that. <laughs> You've not seen Us? No. Oh, wow. Watch that. It's a great film. And he's also in The Greatest Showman. I've, I've seen that. That will <laughs> be it. 
that would be it. So it's probably that that you recognise him from. And also stars a guy called Coleman Domingo, who's also got one of those faces that you probably recognise. Um, he plays Coach Castile. Yep. And he has been in Fear the Walking Dead. Have you ever watched Fear the Walking Dead? No, I, I think gave up on it. that came along about the time I stopped watching the main show. <laughs> I've watched The Walking Dead from the beginning. Do you still watch it? Yep, still watching it now. I think it's on season 11. I've hated it since season four, but I just can't stop. Now I'm too deep into it now, <laughs> and I can't give up. I need to see it through. Yeah, but Kirkman's even stopped writing a comic because he got bored of it, so there's no, <laughs> there's no reason for you to carry on. I know, I'm just, I'm not even invested. I don't even care about the characters or anything. I just, I, to be fair though, I have fallen behind. Have you heard about their season finale? No. The, the season finale is filmed, but it's not currently edited. And obviously everybody's working from home and they're not able to do it. So they've they've had to postpone the season finale of The Walking Dead. And they're going to show it as a TV special later this year. Right, okay. That's crazy. For the biggest show, it's still the biggest show in the world. Biggest net, network television show in the world. Is it? I was going to say, will anyone care? But obviously, <laughs> obviously they will. And um, yeah, they're not able to show their finale. It's crazy. Do you know when I stopped watching it? When? I watched one episode after the baseball bat. Oh, right. When Negan came into it. Yeah, that was it. Why? Uh, not because of that, but just never went back to it. It got a lot worse after that. Just never went back. <laughs> Negan's a great character, but the rest of it is just awful. Anyway, we got sidetracked there because he's not in that. He's in Fear the Walking Dead, <laughs> which is a spin-off show. I, I did watch a few episodes of the first season. Couldn't get on board with it. I haven't got any more time for zombie films. There's a third one coming as well, isn't there? Yeah. A third series. Yeah, there is. We don't, oh, right, right. We're <laughs> spending too much time on this, whatever. Yeah, sorry. He's also in Fine. Lincoln. Have you seen Lincoln? Uh, yes, I have. A, a while ago, yeah. He's in that. He's in Selma. Have you seen that? No. No, nor me. And he's in If Beale Street Could Talk. Oh, you loved that, didn't you? <laughs> Remember you telling me about this. That has the current distinction of being the worst film I've ever seen. I hated every single minute of it. Every single minute. Okay. I, I don't walk out of the cinema. I've never walked out of a film. Never intend to. But that is as, as close as I've ever been. There's a scene in it for about 10 minutes where there's a man just looking at a lump of clay or some wood or something and imagining what he's going to make out of it and it just stands there watching it so quite a highly regarded film isn't it yeah (laughs) (laughs) not by me i hated it yeah he's in that uh this film was written and directed by a lady called olivia newman uh this is her first film and is based on a short of that she also wrote and directed so somewhere out there there's a short version of this film so if you don't like the film just watch the short version instead good cool do you have a one word review yeah, I did. I, I thought of it earlier and I've totally forgotten it. <laughs> Give me a second. My mind's gone blank. Grapple fuck. <laughs> Good word. Thanks. Great word. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm going to let you have that. Thanks. <laughs> you might not find it in the dictionary. Probably not. Uh, so this film starts with um, some arty images of some clothes fluttering in the wind. That's beautiful. <laughs> it is, isn't it? In the, in the, against the blue sky. It reminded me of a bit of American Pie. Uh, no, not American <laughs> Pie. <laughs> American Beauty. Oh, God, it's going to be that sort of episode. Yes, the plastic bag in American Beauty. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to, not the pie in American Pie. <laughs> um, but it turns out these clothes are being thrown from a window. Yeah. Um, they're clothes that belong to Mo, who is our main character. And she's having an argument with a, what later turns out to be a foster carer, I believe. 
Yes. And she's been kicked out, basically, for sleeping with a foster carer's husband. Yeah. Or that's, partner. That's the allegation, anyway. Although yeah. she is denying it as her possessions are raining down a, around her. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's not happy about this, and she's denying it vigorously. And then in the very next scene, she's in bed with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, we kind of, we learn quite a bit about Mo very early on in this film. The guy gets up and he leaves and he leaves her some money. She's she's sleeping with him for cash, not like as in yeah. he's not hiring not her, but no. he's he's like he's, giving her stuff to yeah. keep her sweet and keep his secret from his missus, I guess. Yeah, basically. And he's abusing his position of trust as a foster parent. Foster carer. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then you get a, you get a bit of a montage of the the kind of neighbourhood of where they live. It's like an undesirable neighbourhood, I guess. And that's really it for the first few scenes, isn't it? And we cut to the next day and she kind of heads to school. Yeah. But she's not going there to be at school. She's going there to meet up with a guy called Amari. Yeah, she goes and pulls him out of uh, wrestling practice. Yeah, because he's a, he's a wrestler. Yeah, he's on the school team. Yeah, and he he is in Mr. Mercedes. Okay. Which is a Stephen King TV series. Have you ever watched that? No, I've not seen that. It's really good. I've read the books. Yeah. But no, I've not seen the TV show. He plays the young lad yeah. who works for the main coat. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. I know, I know exactly which character you mean from the books, yeah. What's his bloody name? I can't remember. <laughs> don't know. Anyway, he plays him. Is it, is it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to come to me. I'm just going to scream it out halfway through this episode. <laughs> That's fine. Or in the middle of the night. She needs him to trick her. She wants him to trick her way into, his, into the ex- house where she was living so she can get her stuff back yeah she's not yeah there's there's possessions that she needs back and um yeah exactly as you say he's he's her way in yeah so because he kind of, he's like a nice guy isn't he yeah he kind of knock, knocks on the door and talks himself into this house and then she bursts through the door and gets into the bedroom she takes like a notebook doesn't she yeah she's not really interested in anything else but she grabs this notebook and they get they kind of get away the lady friends call the police but that doesn't happen and as they're walking away, you can't, they're having a bit of a conversation about her dad and how he's in prison or he's gone away, I think they say. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's a good like uh, bonding slash uh, character building scene, isn't it? So they talk about that. They talk about what they'd do if they won a million dollars on the lottery. Yeah. Uh, and it's clear that the picture they're trying to paint with Amari and Mo is that they've been friends for a very long time. Yeah, they're not in any sort of relationship no that they are like best friends yep. who do anything for each other and that's kind of the relationship they build up early on exactly as they're walking away they bump into this man who apologizes to him and it turns out that it's her dad yeah they have a bit of an awkward conversation don't they and amari's like when he leaves amari says to him did you know he was out when did he get out and she makes out that she did know but obviously she didn't know no, he's like emptying the bins, isn't he, at a restaurant? Yeah. So Mo Mo gives Daryl, her dad, uh, her number. Yeah. And and says, yeah. you know, when you when when you get a phone, yeah, give us a call. You know, we'll hang out. Yeah, because he says he yeah. hasn't got a phone because she asked for his number. Well, first of all, she says, "Can I come and live with you?" <laughs> because I've just got chucked out of this place. And he's uh, he's like, I've got, I haven't got anywhere. I've I've literally just got out. Yeah, he's like, no, no chance. I've, there's no way it's going to happen. So she heads to see her social worker next, doesn't she? Yeah. And the social worker wants to place her with a new family. Because I don't know how old she's supposed to be. I think they're like high school students, aren't they? So what? Yeah. What are we yeah. saying? 15, 16? Yeah, but everyone in all the students look... <laughs> 
23, 24? Yeah, but uh, I suppose more. at least it's consistent. Yeah, they they all look old. Yeah. <laughs> older. Anyway, she gets put with this new family. She has a bit of a row with the social worker. She doesn't want to be placed with another family. She heads to school and she starts a fight at the school with this other girl. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of fisticuffs in the, uh, by the lockers, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of a, a shoulder fight, shoulder bump scr- turns shoulder into a, yeah. scratchy, scratchy eyes and pulley hair, as girls do. And she ends up getting a three-day suspension. So she's out of school for a few days and uh, she's wandering the streets as like a lonely soul as she does. And she catches a, catches a glimpse of her dad queuing outside a soup kitchen. Yeah. So he was saying that he hadn't got anywhere to live. It turns out he hasn't. He probably is homeless. And she turns. She eventually turns up at Amari's house. Yeah, there's a bit of a like uh, montage of partying, dancing. Yeah. Um, you know, she goes going to a, a school party or whatever, and then um, yeah, she ends up bunking down with Amari, who seems to have about six or seven brothers and sisters. Yeah. There's just kids everywhere. There is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He seemed to be the oldest one. There didn't seem to be any adults about. No. But um, there was kids everywhere. He was playing a PlayStation, I think. This way I've written, they seem to just be mates because they share a bed, but nothing happens. No, and it's it's a bit like, you know, in Tom and Jerry, the cartoons, <laughs> where you would only see the feet of, like, Tom's owner. Yeah. Well, in the morning, you just see the feet of Omari's mum. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, come on, you've got to get up, it's time for your run. Yeah. Because got, because he's on the wrestling team, he's got to go and do this training. And you, it yeah. just made me think of, like, Tom and Jerry, because you just see this lady's feet because <laughs> you see because you've seen it from Mo's point of view as she's lying on the bed um but it did it made me giggle <laughs> um so amari goes off to school to go to his training and she leaves and she's wandering the streets again and she bumps into her dad again well she kind of engineers kind the meeting of, doesn't yeah, she yeah she's she's she... waiting around near where she knows where he works yeah and eventually bumps into him and out of nowhere she just tells her dad that she's gonna start wrestling on the boys wrestling team she says she's already started. Yeah. And he kind of calls her out on it because he says, no, you don't, not with those nails. Because she's got <laughs> yeah. these, like, false nails. I feel it's a nice little touch. Nice, big, uh, luminous green red yeah. fingernails. Yeah. But then it immediately cuts to her. Yeah, she's storming into training and sort of saying, yep, yeah, I want to try, try out. I want to be on the boys' wrestling team. And the coach doesn't seem to have an issue with it. He's, he's not, like, I wouldn't say he was, like, inviting her in, but he gave her a chance, didn't he? He gave her a chance to try out straight away pretty much he didn't take any convincing oh no no he was a real positive force in this movie actually yeah he was so they do there's a bit of a montage of them all drilling and what do they call it practicing training sure there's a guy called tyson who she's training with and she shows him up a few times because i think her dad used to be a wrestler that's right i was quite a successful wrestler so she knows so he was he was a again he was a high school and college star yeah, and then it obviously all went wrong for him at some point. Because earlier they mentioned earlier as well that she helped Amari get into the team and helped him train when he first started, and her dad had as well. Yeah, so she's got a history with wrestling. She's not just walked in there out of nowhere. Because even even in like the the third or fourth scene of the movie where she first went and got Amari out of training, they were yeah. walk, walking along as they were on the way to her foster foster parents. And she was like giving him tips, like yeah, you, know, you you were shoot you sh- you're shooting in too hard and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So she's she's clearly got a brain for it. Yeah. I should probably point out that we're not talking pro wrestling here. We're talking high school wrestling, like yeah, Olympic style. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> circular ring, like grabbing each other. There's no like there's no like fireworks and uh, 
no. smoke and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Definitely no, no, not. No face paint and tassels. Anyway, she shows up this guy called Tyson a few times. She drops him a couple of times, doesn't she? And makes him look a bit of an idiot. Yeah. And this guy called Malik turns up. to try, He kind of switches out with Tyson. And he does the same to her a few times. Yeah, and he's the boyfriend of the girl she got in a fight with yeah. in the corridor. Yeah. Um, and he kind of puts her back in her place, doesn't he? He's like, yeah. throws her around a bit, drops her a few times. He's like the star of the team, isn't he? Yeah, is he the captain? He might be. I think he was the captain. Um, cut to the one thing you get in most sports movies. She's there now, chopping her hair off and changing her look. Chops her nails off. Yeah, the weave comes out. The weave comes out, the... Uh, Hair goes into cornrows and she chops her voluminous green nails off. She's she's all in on this. She's like, this is like giving her a bit of an inspiration, bit of a motive. Yeah. And you get a bit of a montage again, don't you? you just keep turning up for practice. Yeah. And eventually someone has left a brand new pair of boots on yeah, her Yeah, boots. She's doing it barefoot all the way through. Yeah. This. Uh, so yeah, someone alone at this point has left a pair of boots on her locker. Uh, and then yeah. there's, a, there's a sort of, good i quite liked the little scenes where the team was all together just hanging around yeah it felt really natural yeah it really it, did. they did a, they did a really good job of capturing just how these kids just hung around and it was just really believable yeah and there's one of those now where where all the guys are sort of asking oh was it you know we hear your dad was this huge star and you know is he gonna come along on saturday for the first match and yeah. she's like yep yeah, yep yeah, it'll definitely be there yeah uh I, I just found that I thought the interactions and the chemistry between all the kids was really good. Yeah, they are. They're all really good in it. Actually, uh, we missed a bit where she wrestled Amari and beat him. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because she in like a training match, they had, it was to get who was going to get on the team, and she beat him like straight out. And they, that's why they're all together afterwards because they're all ribbing him for losing yeah, to a girl. That's right. Yeah, and, and he kicked off from there. So yeah, she says her dad will be at the match. She's not even asked him. He doesn't know anything about it yet. But she's trying to like save face with the, in front of the boys, I guess. Yeah. So she goes and meets up with her dad again and tells him the news that she's got into the team and she's got her first match on Saturday. She also tells her social worker and her foster mother because at this point they um yeah because they're to- they're talking about moving her to a, a a different place yeah a different school a different uh, area and she's like yeah it's too far from my school I've just joined a team give me a, another chance sort of thing because she's because Mo will not talk or acknowledge this fos- new foster uh, yeah. parent that she's got who's a, like a Spanish lady. Yeah. So yeah. So she's. I think she's on. Yeah, she's on their last chance, isn't she? Basically. Yeah, it looks like it. And they they seem to give her the chance because she does get. She doesn't get moved. Yeah. And she does go to the matches. So in the very next scene, we we go to our first uh, wrestling meet, and there's a you see a bit of a montage of all the boys having their matches, and then it's time for her match, and her dad hasn't shown up yet. But just as she gets in the ring, his timing's immaculate. Amazing. Because <laughs> he just wanders through the door. It's, you've got to allow that pure bit of sports movie uh, trope. Yeah, of course you have. Um, and she wins. It's a bit of a struggle. She gets bit of taken a, down a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, it's a bit but... of a come from behind victory, isn't it? Because she gets yeah. Uh, she takes a bad bad bump to her head, doesn't she? At one point. Yeah. So, and um, everything goes a bit fuzzy. Yeah, she kind of focuses on her dad shouting at her, doesn't he? Doesn't she? Yeah. And uh, eventually ends up winning the match. So her dad goes out and buys her dinner afterwards. Yep. I say dinner, it's like a pizza. Go back to his hovel. Yeah, he's he's kind of living in like a bedsit with like a load of other blokes. Yeah. And this is where he tells her that he's got this plan and he's going to move to North Carolina and buy a car wash. Yeah, he's going in 50-50 with another guy who's due to come out of prison any day. Yeah. And he sort of tells her that 
he's only working with this other guy who we've seen a couple of times. This like blinged up guy with a grill. Yeah, he's obviously a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, obviously. He might as well have just wore a t-shirt that said, I am a drug yeah, dealer. Basically, yeah. It was not subtle whatsoever. <laughs> not at all. And he says, I'm just I'm just working to get some money to survive until whoever it is gets out and we can um we can go for this car wash. Yeah. And then you get a proper there's a proper wrestling montage now of her having matches and her having training sessions yeah. and her having like little scuffs with her dad as well. Because he's like fully on board with this now. She, they've got something in common. Because I don't think they've had much of a relationship during their life. Um, but now they've got something in common. He's fully in. He's all in on getting to know her. and Which is exactly what she wanted. Yeah. and so, so, Her mission is accomplished. So far. So, Rocky. Yeah, definitely. Pick whichever sports movie you want. This is ticking every yeah. dot to dot that you've ever seen so far. Yeah, I was going to get into this later. But a lot of sports movies are the same, aren't they? You get the same format all the way through and this very much sticks to that i don't want to necessarily say yet if that's a criticism or not uh no not at all that's where we are at this point yeah that's what sports movies are it's just a fact there's no no getting around it but in most of these matches during this montage she seems to be winning she seems to be being being quite successful she's doing well yeah and it's changing her personal life a little bit as well because she's not she's not forging a relationship with her foster mother but it isn't as icy and frosty as it was It turns out her foster mum is trying to adopt a baby that she's currently fostering. There's another social worker there talking about how she thinks she'll be successful. But they obviously ask Mo some questions about what she's like living there. And she doesn't dismiss it out of hand, which earlier on in the film she would have done. Just at that point, I'll cut in to talk about um, that. I don't have the lady's name who plays the Spanish foster mum. No, not She's me. got maybe... Not even three lines. She probably says three words in this movie. Yeah. Mostly in Spanish as well. But I thought she was really good. So, yeah, so she was. this bit that you're talking about now, there is a look that she gives Mo. She, and it's all done. It's all done just with her yeah. eyes. And she gives her this look and it absolutely pleads to Mo, will we say something nice? <laughs> yeah. So that I can, you know, that they'll give us this, this baby into the family as well to look after. Um, I, yeah. I just thought she was really good. There was a, there was quite a few really good performances in this. Yeah. It was almost like a begging, wasn't yeah. it? That you could see the begging in her eyes of don't mess this up for me. And Mo doesn't say anything nice, but she doesn't say anything horrible. Exactly. And that's a win for her. That's a character development right there. Because earlier on in the film, she would have. Yeah. Goes back to see her dad again after that, and he's brought her some new boots. Some, they are some, got some, sweet, got some Nikes from somewhere. Some sweet kicks. Yeah, blue and pink ones. He's he's kind of is he working in a car park? Is it a car park? So this uh, I wasn't sure what it was that he was doing. Yeah, because he mentions it a bit later on that he has to go back there. So uh, it's this uh, Juan guy. Who, Juan, <laughs> I am a drug dealer. Juan um, <laughs> also has got a business where he's got a load of car lots across the city. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Daryl's basically guarding one of them. So security guarding slash selling drugs to people who come by. <laughs> yeah. But he's managed to get her some, some boots from somewhere. And they have a bit of a bonding session in this car lot, don't they? And they have a bit of a wrestle again. And you, you can tell they're really getting closer. Yeah. Which is, again, exactly what she wanted. They have a they lock up, have a wrestle, and then he stops to deal some drugs. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he comes back and does a bit more of a wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mo wins another match. Uh, we cut back to the wrestling matches again. There's a really weird exchange at this point, which didn't f- seem to fit in anywhere else with anything else that happened. So... Between Daryl and the coach. Yeah, there was. 
because the coach is like, oh, Mo's doing great. Uh, I'm taking them all out for dinner. Do you want to come with us? And then Daryl's like, no. <laughs> and she's like, but you just said we were going out. Why don't you come with us? And he's just like, I can't. I've got to go back to the car lot. <laughs> and it was just really weird. And out Yeah, of place, it was a bit strange. Why was he turning it down? <laughs> it just didn't make sense to me. It really stuck out. It was odd. It was almost like he wanted to get away and he'd found a reason to not take Mo with him, which is what he wanted. But it almost felt like there was a subplot that had been cut out that he already knew the coach because they were really anti- antagonistic towards each other. Yeah, they were. They, they weren't uh, friendly, were they? Without, yeah. But with no, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. There was no real reason it's, why they wouldn't be. It was just really stuck out. I thought it was odd. <laughs> So she hangs out with the team a little bit more. And you get one of one of those scenes where everybody's like bonding and bantering with each other. And then the next night she meets up with her dad again and he takes her to this like underground fight club place. That's exactly what I've written. She goes to a fight club. <laughs> but it's girls fighting. And there's blokes on the outside like betting yeah, on it. Our, friend, our old friend Juan with... to be running it. He's a multitasker this yeah. guy is, I tell you. <laughs> he is. He's got his fingers in all the pies. Uh, and these two girls in this, the, you show, you see this one fight, and these two girls just beat the piss yeah, out so of each other. Yeah, so this is bare knuckle, <laughs> dirty. This is proper yeah. fighting in a ring, no holds barred. I, I think she, they have a bit of an argument, don't they? And he ends up storming out this time. No, it's because because it's I've been quite Chris Sandlock have been quite critical so far. This is another <laughs> bit that stuck out as because again, I thought uh, the guy who played Daryl was was really good. Um, yeah. Yaha Abdul Mateen II. I thought he was he was well he was really good. But the two bits that stuck out are the conversation he's just had with the coach, and then I don't think this bit was very good where he does the whole, oh I've got something, but I I I'll ask you, but oh no I'm going to ask you, but oh no I can't ask you. I was going to ask you if you'd do two fights because we'd make make enough money for the car wash because. <laughs> Whatever his name has been denied his parole, and it was it was really like ham fisted. Yeah. Um, whether it's the, the writing wasn't quite right, but yeah. considering that everything else, just I've talked about how good the chemistry was and believable. This bit just really stuck out again. There are a couple of bits in this film where it does veer off course yeah. a little bit, and you're right, that is one of them. But and she she's like no, and he ends up he ends up storming yeah. out. And yeah, because he's like, ah, oh, I knew I shouldn't have asked you. Yeah, <laughs> we don't see him again for a little while because um, she goes off and she's training with Amari again, and they get in, they get into a bit of a row as well, and she ends up slagging his mum off. She said something horrible about his mum, and so he he walks away from her as well. And she's kind of pushing everybody away for no reason. And she even she loses her next match, so it's the first match she, she, does, she loses yeah. uh, for the high school team. Yeah, and coach coach again, sort of after he's like, yeah, look, what's what's the, what's the phrase he uses? Does not it doesn't matter if you lose. It's no such thing as losing, just winning and learning. There you go. I wrote that down. I quite that's my favourite line from the film. I thought it was really good. It's very true as well. And yeah, but it's Malik that actually says that to her. Okay, but it's coach's words, yeah. Yeah, it's coach's words. But they're on the bus after the the matches, and he comes to try and make her feel better. And he said, "Don't just think about what coach always says. He always says no such thing as losing, just winning and learning." And he he mentions that his dad's never seen him wrestle, so she should be happy that because she lost because her dad didn't show up. Yeah. Plus, she's got. What they plus, she's to. got the whole like female fight club thing on her mind. On her mind as well, yeah. Because we um, we then go into a montage of like fight <laughs> fight club plus her wrestling. Yeah, 
Yeah, he want he definitely wants her to fight, and he he starts teaching her like strikes and yeah. things like that, doesn't he? Things you wouldn't normally learn at wrestling training. He's trying to teach her to do, and she in the meantime you get a bit of a montage again of her losing matches. Now this is obviously playing on her mind a little bit too much because she's losing and losing and losing. Probably three or four matches she yeah. lost in this montage. She did win a couple as well, but she did lose. There was even a bit, wasn't it, in one of her. Uh, high school wrestling matches where she like pops up off the floor and she goes into like a fighting stance like with her guard up yeah. and and like the refs instantly like storm in don't they because like, she's, she's getting her yeah. uh, training mixed up you know sort of she's got so much on her mind she doesn't know where she is yeah she doesn't know what she is yeah as soon as you, you, it finishes on a fight and they get on the bus and as they get off the bus her dad like drags her straight away doesn't he to so they've got they've got one basically the team, whether I don't know whether she won or lost that one, but but the team won. Yeah, they're one one event away from going to the regionals, yeah. finals, finals, whatever, whatever they call it. Yeah, and yeah, he grabs her straight off the bus and he drags her to her first fight. He's like straight, and she's literally straight off the bus, straight to it. She even fights in her high school wrestling gear. Yeah, sorry, my earphones keep falling off. I don't know why. Losing weight on your head. I'm definitely not losing weight anyway, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Asda tonight and brought two Easter eggs, along with a lot of other stuff. I didn't just go for Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're only about 40p, aren't 50p. They? Yeah, they're a bargain. Oh, there you go. Anyway, where do we get to? The fight. She's going yeah, to we, her first girl So fight. she goes to her first uh, first fight, and Amari follows her. So he notices her dad drag her straight off this bus. Yeah, he's a smart cookie. He is. He's a good lad. And, and he sneaks he, in. He sneaks into the underground fighting ring. And she, he watches her first fight, and it's quite brutal. Yeah. Did you not think? Yeah, so she uh, Mo takes a big sort of haymaker straight yeah. away. Yeah, she um, takes a bit of a kick in. But she sort of turns it around quite quickly and uh, knock, knocks her opponent out. She does. She knocks her opponent clean out and wins the match. But afterwards, Amari is not happy. He comes over and he's like, he confronts her straight away, doesn't he? He's like, yeah. "What the hell are you doing? Um, coach is going to notice those bruises on your face. What, what are you even, what are you thinking?" Is basically what he's saying to her. And then Daryl comes over then and says, "Yo, why did you tell him we were yeah, doing this?" He kind of scares Amari away, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> as and, soon as Daryl comes over, Amari's gone. Uh, Mo, Mo defends him and says, "Look, oh, he's followed me himself. I didn't tell him." Yeah, she knows what the first rule of Fight Club is, <laughs> and. <laughs> And then she's sort of, she's really annoyed because Daryl tells her that they only got 500 for the fight. Yeah. And he'd been be saying that, you'd be getting a grand at least. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's you, this was your tryout, you know, all these excuses start coming out straight away. Yeah. He's a bit of a bit of a no, uh, no good, this guy, isn't he? Sure. Um, in the very next scene, the coach is with Mo and he confronts her about what's going on with her face. Because obviously she's covered in bruises and cuts all over yeah, her face Yeah, foster, foster mother, Spanish lady, sort of chips her in straight away. She yeah. she sort of finds her the next morning. She's like, oh, what have you been doing? <laughs> yeah, that's basically what, And she tells him that some girls confronted her at the parking yeah. lot where her dad works. And he kind he does kind of buy it. I don't think he completely believed it, but it, it was a good enough excuse for him to not have to look into it any further, I think is what the answer was. He doesn't want to give up on her, does he? No, exactly. I, I don't think he believes her, but he thought he was close to bringing her around, didn't he? Yeah. So she's getting a fair cracker whip, it's got to be said. Yeah, definitely. Cut to a, another party scene. They're at Malik's house now, and they're having a bit... The team are all there, having a bit of a celebration, get together. Yeah. And she... I can't remember how, but she somehow ends up in Malik's bedroom. He takes... <laughs> this is not a <laughs> euphemism. <laughs> he takes her... <laughs> 
to show Mo all his medals. Right, okay. That old line. Yeah. <laughs> he says, Kawhi, I want to show you something. And he shows her all his winnings from the mat. Yeah, the mat. And they have a bit of a kiss, don't they? They do have a, have a smooch. Um, and they're about to do a lot more. They're about to get down and do some naughty. But unfortunately, his girlfriend walks in. Yeah, she uh, makes the interception before they can reach the bone zone. <laughs> Very much so. So she, she kicks off, she slaps him. Amari says, Amari confronts her and tells her that she's pregnant. Which came out of nowhere. Yeah, that was not weird mentioned well. again. No, no. <laughs> by, like, what are you doing? She's pregnant. By the way, Malik's com- missus is pregnant. Yeah, never comes up again. No, it doesn't. She's never even in the film again. No, <laughs> it's really weird. He basically, Amari basically calls her a slag, doesn't he? Yeah, and she slaps him and leaves. She goes. Straight, she goes straight to Fight Club. Yep, she does. She basically says to her dad, "Let's do it. How many fights are you gonna take so we can get the hell out of here?" Yeah, as in out of town. Yeah. Cut to the next day, she's at wrestling training and she decides that she's had enough of it. She leaves. She tells the coach she's having female issues. Yeah. Which obviously no coach is ever going to question. So she just she just leaves. Amari eyeballs are leaving. And she's texting her dad, but they do this thing again where you can read the text messages on the phone screen. But I ain't got a chance in hell of doing that. I don't know if you did. <laughs> I think he says, I'm only going from memory here, so I'm paraphrasing. It is something like, you're up, you're up tomorrow be ready i'll i'll right, okay. i'll let you know what time we're fighting basically yeah there was a chance i would have got to got up off the sofa and tried to read them but it wasn't happening uh coincidentally because this is coming to the climax of the film um yeah she also has the last match with the wrestling team <laughs> to try and get to finals <laughs> yes it's all all, all happening yeah. at once a la sports movie a foster mum offers to paint her nails for her because they're Building a bit of a relationship up. They are. She paints her nails, so even though she's not allowed to have painted nails for the wrestling. Well, no, no, no. So, so uh, my knowledge of um, <laughs> females wrestling on boys wrestling. No, no, no. no. Of, of nails <laughs> isn't the best. But but what she says, she says to the uh, Spanish foster lady, "I can't have fake nails," and she's like, "No, right. no, no. I'm just, I'm just going to paint them." Got you. Okay, that so, makes more sense. Yeah. So she can't have the, she can't have the talons. <laughs> uh, and we head to the big match. The uh, the big wrestling match is now. Malik has a bit of a chat with her, and he thinks that her dad did a bruises on her face. Yeah. But she doesn't deny, but she also doesn't clarify. Uh, her dad shows up, ready to to watch what's going on, and uh, the foster mother shows up as well. Uh, no, her dad doesn't turn up to do that. So the foster foster mother turns up on one side of the hall. The yeah. dad turns up on the other side of the hall. And yeah. she, uh, so Daryl, the dad, he he just sort of taps. He's trying to he get taps her out. his watch, and she looks at her phone. And she's got like six missed calls from him, and, and yeah. he's, he's like, "We need to go. Your fight, you know, we've got to get to your fight." Yeah, she's kind of split now between the wrestling and the fighting, and she chooses the fighting. Yeah, she she leaves the gym. Yeah, yeah, she leaves the gym, walks out before her match, and packs all her shit up and leaves, uh, which forfeits the game for the rest of the team uh no no so so (laughs) no (laughs) you are wrong so mo leaves match and malik malik yeah was it malik or amari i'm not sure one of them follows uh down the corridor and says you can't go now we need to win one more to get to finals and and she says well it's not gonna be me who wins it right okay it was amari that yeah after so he's like he's like substitute so basically he's getting he's gonna be going in Uh, 
Uh, and and Mo also goes so before they go to Fight Club, uh, she goes back to the Foster house and packs up, takes all her yeah. stuff. Um, she says, "I can't come back here now either." Yeah, her mother had just her foster mother had just turned up to watch her fight. Yeah, so she takes all her shit with her to the match, doesn't she? In a bin bag. Yeah, and she goes to this fight, and she and uh, is it a dad that says to her, "If you win this match, it'll be five grand." Yes, and she gets in this in this ring with this big old bruiser of a woman. All her stuff's been hidden under the ring. Uh, she's getting her ass kicked. She's getting her ass handed to her, basically, uh, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, she's and the, the makeup department's coming to the <laughs> the floor here. <laughs> Very much so. She's she's not looking good. It even gets to the point where her dad's screaming at her for her to quit. He says, "Yeah, to go stay down." Basically. Yeah. At the end of the round, he says to her, "Next time she hits, she go down and stay down." Yeah. Uh, but she yeah, says, she, "No, says, I'm not a quitter. I'm not. I can't do that." He says, "You're not ready for this yet." Yeah. So, and as soon as the round starts again, she gets knocked down again, and her dad's begging her for, to stay down, but she gets up, and eventually she wins. Yeah, it's a proper, like I say, it's the proper ending to Rocky. <laughs> it really is, yeah. She gets the shit kicked out of her, but goes back in with a few big hits and ends up winning the match. She kind of mounts this woman, don't she? And she's just pummeling her face at the yeah. end. Um, but just as the uh, announcer announces that she's won, the cops all show up. It's a raid. There's a raid going on, and a there's sirens and blue flashy lights everywhere. And her dad says, look, I'm going to leg it. You've got to leg it. Get out of it. Yeah, he's like, she's, she, and she's begging at this point. She, you know, she's got she's got an eye shut. She's, yeah. she's in a bad way. She's like, I need you. Help me. Yeah. Like, you can't I've got leave nowhere me. to go. All my shit's still in there under the ring. And you can't just leave me here. And he just legs it. And dad says, I can't be caught in this. Yeah. We'll catch up later. And he just, he does one. Yeah, he just leaves her. What a bastard. She has no choice. She's got to go back because all her stuff's in this room where the ring is. So she goes back for her stuff and she ends up hiding under the ring as the cops come in and like search the place. Yeah. And the, that's all we really see. She's just We just see her hiding under the ring. And the very next time you see her, she's waiting outside Amari's flat. These cops are shit. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they've obviously not found her. They've obviously never watched wrestling because the first thing you do is look under the ring. Sure. <laughs> she's waiting outside Amari's flat and she's got her hand in her, her head in her hands and she's crying. And he kind of just sits down next to her and hugs her, doesn't he? He's, he's the good friend. Because he yeah. could have ditched her. No, he's, she's just screwed over his wrestling team and his basically his college chances and all sorts. But he just sits there and hugs her. She meets up with a coach. So the whole of the rest... She wakes up when she comes around. The whole of the rest of the team are by her bedside. Yeah. Including coach. Yeah. Uh, and she asks him if we if we won. She says, did we win? Yeah. Uh, and I say, yeah, Omari won. We're going to the finals. The coach says that she, he's going to have to report her dad to the police. He's like, I've got, I'm legally obliged to do that. And she begs him not to. Yeah. And basically, basically he doesn't. She begs him enough that he doesn't do it. And Omari says that his mum says that she can stay with them as long as she wants. And she goes back to see the foster mum, doesn't she? And she apologises to her. They meet up somewhere. They meet in a laundrette or something. Yeah, but coach is there as well. And, yeah. and coach is kind of... You know, he's kind of taken her under his wing now. Yeah, he's he? off. He's off school time here, most most yeah. definitely. Um, and he's obviously maybe he can speak Spanish because possibly it, it seems like he's convinced the foster lady to give her one last chance. Uh, yeah. and Mo apologizes to her. Yeah, Mo gives her the big old apology, doesn't she? And she gives her some pearl earrings back that she had stolen earlier in the film, which she denied several times of having. Yeah, loads of times. So they kind of have their bit of bonding sesh- bonding moment, don't they? And they, they do make up. Yeah. And then the babies, 
this baby that this this like undercurrent stories going on of this baby trying to be adopted there her actual mum shows up and takes the baby back and you get this really touching scene of mo kind of comforting the foster yeah, mother hold hands don't they they just it hold was, hands it was nice it was it was it was it was like, that was the full character development now that character's gone from one thing to a completely different and that was just the sign of of that happening yeah it was it was a really good moment i'm going to give a shout out because i do think uh you know, her performance was really good. So Kim Kim Ramirez plays, uh, it's, the character's credited as Lucilia, but I'm sure you never hear that. I don't think you ever get the name. Like I say, considering she had three words in this movie, I thought she was really good. Yeah, I agree. I, I'd written it down as well to mention it, that she was really good. Um, in the next scene after that, the coach sits the whole team down in the gym and he, he, he starts basically starts a debate on whether Mo should be suspended or not for the finals. And he, he says, look, you guys decide. It's your team. You decide, what, do, do you want her there or not? So they have a bit of a discussion about it, don't they? And eventually they unanimously decide that she's in. Yeah. They're like, she's she's served as well all season. Everybody makes mistakes. They're basically a bunch of great guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're just really, really nice guys. <laughs> yeah. So cut to being on the bus for finals and we're they're all there. And Amari comes up and says, I think you've got my bag. And turns out she has, and she's left her bag in the gym because she's ditzy. Um, so she goes back for it, but it turns out this whole thing is a ruse to try and get her dad back into the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he shows up just as she's coming back out of the gym, and he he basically wants her to fight again. This is so. This is the first time he has seen her since he ditched her uh, at, at the raid. He does kind of apologise, but he's very. But now his his new idea. Forget the car wash. He's like. I'm going to start my own fight club. You're going to be like the star, you know, we'll do. But then he, he starts, he, she doesn't say anything. So he, he just ties himself in knots because he's he's like, you only have to do two, three, four, eight fights. <laughs> so she's just done with him and she, she walks off. She walks away from yeah. him and she gets back on the bus and she sits down and you can see him kind of in the background. But then, and you think, oh, that's it. She's kind of t- cut ties with him. But then she runs back and she hugs him. You feel like, oh, she's changed her mind. She's going to go back with him now. What's going on? And she just gives him this notebook that she found in her bedroom earlier, uh, very right at the beginning of the film. And she's been carrying it around this whole time. I don't didn't really understand what it was. I presume it was his old. So it's his notebook. His yeah, his old uh, like wrestling uh, notebook. And, and it's it's where he'd he'd it was a bit of a diary. It was training notes. It was where he doodled like sketches and his nickname because he was like the king. That yeah. was his wrestling nickname. And she'd kept it safe for all this time. Um, and she was kind of giving it back to him. Yeah, and she, it was obviously the whole symbolism of, you know, I, I don't need this anymore. Yeah, I'm um, done with you. I'm yeah, done with this. Yeah. So she kind of pushes it into his chest and she turns around and walks back onto the bus and the bus drives away and the film ends. Yeah, and she's she's obviously sort of tearing up and emotional and that's that's it. Yeah. What did you think? I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I did, I really enjoyed it. I was really impressed i i think performance wise this had some of the best performances we've seen for a long time yeah i agreed i've i've said yeah it was a bit clunky at times some of the writing uh, and a couple of the scenes but i thought on the whole performance is really good i think once we got in female fight club thing it separated from a hundred of uh, sports movies that i've seen before because uh, i was not expecting yeah, that turn of events yeah, because it could have easily just been her dad trying to distract her away from wrestling and then her going back to it. But it wasn't that in the end. It was 
The, it was a film about her character developing yeah. from what it was at the beginning to what it was at the end was completely different. And the way they told that story was free wrestling and it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of... I wasn't expecting to. It was one of yeah. those films where I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this one when I put it on. By the end of it, I was like, oh, I did actually get a lot out of that. More than I was expecting. Strength of performances really, really um, pulled this uh, upper level. Yeah. Uh, the, the scene where you're in the gym, uh, the high school gym, and she's trying to decide, do I go with my dad to this fight club or do I stay with my team? I thought it was really good. Yeah. I, I'm a bit similar. I wasn't particularly looking forward to watching this but it it really hooked me yeah uh you know got me in the in the full nelson and uh i wanted to <laughs> i didn't want to tap out no i couldn't agree more i really enjoyed it i think a lot of people would get a lot out of this i i think um yeah the the lead so was it elvira emmanuel who played mo yeah. i thought she was awesome yeah she was everybody in it was really, really good. good there's not a bad performance in this film the, the last scene where she's on the bus just crying i, yeah. I thought it was great yeah it's quite emotional really, wasn't it? really strong yeah but, it was. but it's probably not for everyone no probably not there's there's an audience I, I, there for it mm. i'm not sure although i'm not sure how much i would recommend it to people i could yeah, see a lot of people not liking this that's what i'm trying to say would, it wouldn't have been a film that I would have picked to put on normally if it wasn't for this show. And I don't think you would have either. Yeah, I think there's a bit of a cultural thing here because, especially in the UK, I know you can apply this sort of sports movie template to almost any sport, but wrestling is not a thing over here. High, no, high it's school, not. it's just not, it's not a thing at all. No. Um, which, for me, is why I think the strength of the performance is important. Yeah, definitely. Because it's worth watching for that. <laughs> Yeah, I'd agree with that. You're right. There's no market for it in the UK, which is probably why it's at the bottom of the stream. Yeah. I think if you put it on, you're going to be rewarded with a half-decent family sports film, but also quite a gritty, dark drama. It's, it's not... You, yeah, you mean as in a family drama. It's not for families yeah, not, to watch. Not, not for families, not at all. No, you know, so. there's, there's enough F-bombs in this to <laughs> yeah, see you forever. Kids but, um, no, I mean, it's about families and... It was grittier than I expected as well. Yeah, I'd agree with I, that. Again, just going from the, the sort of trailer I watched before and the description, I, I did wonder if this was going to be a bit of a... Because we've seen a few of the, like, where we've compared them as sort of TV movies. Yeah. And I thought this might have that sort of thing about it. And to be fair, it didn't at all. No, it really um, wasn't. It felt like a proper film, didn't it? it was, yeah, yeah. I can imagine... It's the sort of film that if it had been released in the cinema, it would have been a unlimited screening for Cineworld. It's sure. one of those sort of uh, film lovers film is what it is, I would say. Yeah, good. Yeah, very much enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, go out and watch it. If you've not already watched it, go out and watch it. Have you got a trivia question for me, Nicholas? Yeah, I've got two. Uh, I've you... got two as well. I'm not falling into that trap. No. <laughs> okay, cool. So it doesn't really matter who goes first then? No. Do you want me to or do you want to? Uh, go on, you go. I think I went first last week. So. Okay, I'm going to go with this one. Quite early on in the film, when she first meets her dad, he's working in a restaurant, like a cafe. Yep. Do you know the name of the place he was working? It's the Irie Caribbean. <laughs> well done. I take it that was going to be one of yours. Uh, it was, but um, I was like when the word gets used, because when I went to Jamaica, <laughs> it was all everyone says. So Nice. It was The full name was the Irie Caribbean Kitchen and Bakery. Oh, okay. Yeah, Irie means like, it's just a word that means good, great, how are you? It means like a hundred different things. And it's like, oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's cool. Good knowledge. Okay. So what's that? Is that two to you now? Yeah. Two out of four. Well done. Oh. 
It's not bad. See if I can keep up with you. Okay, so mine's pretty simple, I think. Uh, okay. What was the school wrestling team called? <laughs> that was my other question. <laughs> we both wrote two questions and we both wrote the same two questions. What are the chances of that? Uh, they were the Hedgeman Huskies. They were, well done. That's weird. We're so alike that we just... We're going to have to start writing three or four questions each. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, up my game, I think. <laughs> to all, after four episodes. Happy with that. I'll take that. I'd have took that at the start of the season. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I suppose all that leaves us to do is pick next week's film then, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, I'd quite like something should, a little bit more. should probably do the stream table. Oh, shit. How did we forget the stream <laughs> table? <don't> <laughs> uh, where does this go on the stream table, Nick? Uh, I think that's tough. I do as well. Uh, part of me wants to say it's the best film we've seen out of the four. Yeah. Like, I, te- could, te- I could hear that like, argument. Technically and performance-wise. Performance-wise, definitely. I think there's more there's more good performances in this than in anything else we've seen in our fledgling fledgling <laughs> series so far. But did I enjoy this as much as last week's movie, A Bad Day for the Cut? No, I don't think I did. I don't think I did either. I think A Bad Day for the Cut is a much more enjoyable piece of like bubblegum film that you can just sit and watch. My gut. This is quite. This takes a lot out of you. Yeah. And. It isn't as enjoyable, but it is, it's a great film, but it's not as enjoyable to sit down. I don't think I'd recommend people just sit down on a Saturday night and watch it with a pizza or whatever. It's one of those films you just got to sit down and enjoy. It is quite a gritty, not exhausting, but it is a take some money out of you, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a bit like Burning Sands from last it's, year. It's, it's, it's better it's a than It's a half-decent film. It's better than that, but I mean, it's a, it's a half-decent film, but it, you feel exhausted by the end of it, and it's, yeah. it's mentally draining. It's not an enjoyable Saturday night sit with a pizza and a magnum and enjoy it. Whereas I think Bad Day for the Cut is. Pizza and a Magnum. Is that, is that, your, is that your recipe for a uh, move, movie snack? That's a good Saturday night in, mate. Yeah, I, I think I think second then. I agree. I think Bad Day for the Cut stays in at number one. Yeah, just to provide. This goes second. Oh, right, okay. No, Ark's at the bottom Sorry. where it belongs. <laughs> just above Take Me. So it's Ark, Take Me, first match, Bad Day for the Cut is the current stream table. You've read them in reverse order, but that's fine. I have, yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. You've gone from four to one. Happy with that? Yes. Cool. Okay, then let's pick next week's film, shall we? Let's do it. I'm hoping for something a little bit lighter this week. Yeah, something a bit lighter after those. The last three have been quite yeah. intensive. All right, let me find the app. Like all completely different genres, but yeah. quite full on. All right, I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Go for it. It's picked a film called Deadly Detention. Okay. Any ideas? Well, just go from the title, I'm guessing, schlocky... Comedy horror. <laughs> okay. This is weird. On Netflix, it's called Deadly Detention. Okay. On IMDb, it's called The Detained. Right, okay. But the poster says Deadly Detention. That's really weird. Do you want the synopsis? Yes, please. Five high school students are having Saturday detention in a former correctional facility and must find a way to outsmart an unseen menace out to kill them. Great. It's like the breakfast club with murderers. What was that one ages ago with um, Elijah Wood in it? Something a bit like that. The faculty. Oh yeah. Nick. Yeah. This film's only rated at three point four out of ten. Oh. Here we go. <laughs> so that could be quite interesting. Now I'm excited. Me too. So yeah, go and check out Deadly Detention and come back and talk to me about it next week. I will. Let's. Uh, some of you do that as well, and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. If you've seen it already, let us know what you think. If not, go out and watch it, and we'll be back next week to talk about it. Cheers. Bye.